Hi, welcome to the ministry of Prophet Daniel Jedu, a word and spirit based ministry because we are born of the word and born of the spirit. His God given mandate is to raise base in Christ into spiritual maturity by a deliberate teaching of the complete and pure word of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit and to take the gospel to the nations of the earth. Prophet Daniel Jedu is the lover of the word and a passionate teacher of the word of God and his ministry is accompanied by strong teaching, healing and prophetic grace. All over the world, his teachings are boasting the faith of many people and revealing what the mind of God is for them. Many people have come to receive supernatural encounters through his ministry. The message you are about to listen to has been designed by God specifically to grow you into spiritual maturity. So many people have received testimonies by listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast. Say your testimony with us, leaving a write-up of it in the comment section. Or you can send it to us via email at contact at pdjministries.org. Now, Prophet Daniel Jedu walks us through the word. Stay tuned. Revelation 4 to 6. And there went out another horse that was red, and power was given him that sat thereon to take peace from the earth. And that they should kill one another. And there was given unto him a great sword. Don't go on. The Holy Spirit said something to me. He said, Go and check the sequence of the first, second, third, fourth. And see what is happening. Because here you can see two things here. Power was given to him to take away peace. Now the absence of peace, war, comes. Right? There will be so much, so you know, wars here and there. Now, the first, the first horse, the Antichrist, he comes to deceive. He comes to deceive. Then he changes to begin to now kill or deal with the saints. Then when these things begin to happen, if he starts killing the people, dealing with the, the, the saints on the earth, peace is being taken away. Can you see that? Now when peace is being taken away, obviously war will start. When war begins to start, the, I mean, it is always the same the final result after war is famine. Right? So can you see it? Deception, killings, taking away of peace, war, and then famine. So I began to see the sequence and I'm like, okay, 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 okay. This is beautiful. So here it says it clearly. It says that power was given unto him Take peace from the earth. And, and they should kill one another. Because when peace is taken, people will begin to kill themselves. Okay? And that is why I told you yesterday that keep training yourself on the peace of God. Because this seal that was opened has not come fully because the church has not been taken. But the fringes of this thing is already working in the world. So note that. Build yourself on the, on the peace of God. And listen, sometimes God can use people around you to step on your toes. To deal with you mercilessly. It is not for your, for your evil or for your um, for your what? 
for your detriment. It is for that thing in you to boil and to come out. So listen, the peace, remember, peace is not, the peace of God we have is not absence of war. It's the peace we have in the midst of war. The peace the world has is absence of war. But the peace we have, even in the midst of war, like Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, in the midst of the fire, they were relaxed. Why? Jesus has not, was not in them as peace, but he came as the fourth man. And when the fourth man came, fire could not even burn them. Not even a strand of hair was burnt. Can you see that? Now, anywhere Jesus is, it is like an angel that comes into this world and, uh uh-huh, do you remember during the flood at uh, at, um, Circle? There were people that had angelic encounters, etc. Why didn't the water take the angels? The angels, I mean, those that, I think one of her friends, she, she was under the water also. Yeah, the angel took her under the water. By the time she was out, she was somewhere. And she went away. Do you remember the story very well? Because the, the water hit her. Then all of a sudden, somebody came. Somebody appeared. And the person held her hand. And boom, under the water. When they came out, nothing happened. Meanwhile, you heard stories of other people that fell in the water and died. So my question is, why did that angel not die? Because where he's coming from and the kind of power he has, earthly circumstances, chaos, cannot affect him. In the same way, the peace of God you have is not the peace of men. It is God's peace. It is trying to say that when God comes into this earth and there's war, he is going to be affected by the war. No, he will be so peaceful. He will walk within. Okay, I give you a scripture. Is that when you go through the valley, he's with you. You go through what? The waters, he's with you. You go through the fire, he's with you. Why? Those things don't affect him. Now, you have been given the fruit of the spirit so that you can stand as God will stand. Can you see this? Please note this. That is why joy is not happiness. Because the happiness is of the world. Joy is of the spirit. That's why it's called fruit of the spirit. So the peace of God you have It's not absence of war or chaos. Even if it's, there is war and there is chaos, even if, God forbid, you find yourself in a place where there is war, etc. Maybe you, you travel to somewhere, you didn't know it will happen. And then civil war or whatever. Put, people are shooting. Blee, blee, blee. The way the joy of the Lord will make you behave will be different from a non-believer. Because there is something of God inside of you. For you to be afraid is to say God would have been afraid if he had had a gunshot. 
So the peace of God. That is why he says that he keeps him. He keeps you in perfect peace. If you state your mind on him. Why? That peace of God inside your spirit. It takes the word of God to bring it alive. And note that the word of God is always tested. So the day you begin to hear about love, that is the day you hear all negativities of love. And you must stand because at the end of the day, it is producing and making sure that your fruit grows. Now listen, if your fruit does not grow, nobody can eat of you. In other words, nobody can tell how beautiful or sweet Jesus is. Why? Jesus is the vine. You and I, we are the branches. The branches bear fruit. Nobody can see a mango tree and say that the mango, this mango tree is nice until you have taken the fruit which is born by the branches. And when you eat the mango, you'll be like, wow, this tree is nice. So the evidence of the sweetness of the tree is the fruit which is born by the branch. In John chapter 15, Jesus said, behold, he said, I am the vine. Uh-huh. Ye are the branches. He that abideth me and I in him, the same bringeth forward much fruit. So Jesus doesn't bear fruit today. Jesus is not bearing fruit. We are the ones bearing fruit. If somebody would say that Jesus is nice, Jesus is sweet, Jesus is amazing, it is not because Jesus bore fruit. It is because somebody tasted of the fruit that I am bearing. He said, and I in him, the same bringeth, the same bringeth forth what? Much fruit. For without me, ye can do nothing. Why? Because he is the stem. And we are the branches by the stem. Without the stem, the branch will fall. But once we are stuck to the branch, the life in the tree goes through the branch, isn't it? The life of the stem goes through the branches. And it helps you to grow your fruit. Now, when I was teaching you on the fruit of the Spirit, I told you that the, the fruit can grow in stages. It can be very small. I'm not sure if you, if you see a mango tree that has, you know, small mangoes appearing. It's, a, it's not exciting. It's not nice. You will bypass it, isn't it? Then it begins to grow. The next time you, you then it's changed. Then even when it becomes bigger, until it is ripe, you cannot take and eat. When you do, it becomes toxic. The reason why you must mature in the word of God so that your fruit does not become toxic for anyone. Because your lack of understanding of the word will produce and mix something green. So people are hungry and they want to come say, okay, let me just take the fruit like that because I'm hungry. They eat. They might die. They might be sick and so on and so forth. But when you take your time and you keep receiving as the Kuragus, you receive nutrients from the head and it begins to go through you 
and helps your fruit to grow. One day we will see you and your fruit is so ripe. And everybody will see. Have you put anybody throwing stones at unripe fruit? But when you are ripe, even insects like you. Birds like you. Humans like you. I pray in the name of Jesus that our fruits shall grow and shall ripe in the name of Jesus Christ. You know, sometimes troubles are okay to help your fruit grow. Challenges are enough to help your fruit come out. You can never have patience if you don't have anybody always pushing you. How can patience come? You can never have forgiveness, work in forgiveness, when you don't have anybody hurting you. <laughs> okay, that's the fruit of the spirit. We are talking about seals. But what I want to say here is that <laughs> what I want to say is that this one when peace is taken away, war has come. Listen, you don't know where you might find yourself. Just like people didn't know COVID will come. And you find yourself in a country and COVID has come. They said they have blocked everywhere. You don't have any relative there. They are supposed to quarantine you for how many days? You don't have anybody to bring you money. How would you survive? That is when you need peace. You need peace. Nobody ever thought that something was going to happen. People were just going about their days or their things, their life. Entered into one country. Some people came to Ghana. Immediately they came to Ghana and said, we have blocked the border. What if you didn't have so much money on you? If they send you money, which bank, where are you going to take it from? I'm just giving you an example. If you have not grown peace, Irene, tranquility. You might die in your quarantine room. You see it? Maybe you will not understand because you were here with your parents. So they went to town to get you food stuffs and everything. So you were there watching TV and watching cartoon and eating, eating. When you go to Mokola and they are making noise, hey, hey, hey. when you have the peace of God, you can hear the voice of God. You know, sometimes you see people think that a place must be quiet before they can hear God. The day you have, when you have the peace of God, you can shut everything and still hear God in the midst. Jesus was hearing what it was between 5,000, 10 people, plenty of people. Hey, Jesus of Nazareth, hey, baby. He, he was his antenna was still sharp. Why? There was this peace it's one of the best gifts you can ever have now listen if parents begin to enjoy the peace of God it affects the children it affects the way they grow they don't know what other children know because everything is there's tranquility everything is quiet because when you go through troubles your way of reacting is calm so they haven't seen mommy and daddy shake or tremble about 
but when they go to school, they hear their friends say, hey, my mother, did you know, because they talk, these children, they discuss things. So you grow your children in peace. You see it? Okay. Revelation. Go back. Okay. Let me show you this one, this piece too. Let's say Angie is mommy's sister. Mommy has some cash. She has not manifested all her cash yet, but she has manifested some. And Angie doesn't want to manifest her cash. She's trying, but it's not getting there. Then small says, sister, I won't send me baby. Then sister will send 200. Then sister will send 300 the following week. After some time, sister will be like, it's not peace. Have you heard that before? That's absence of peace. If mommy has the peace of God, you see, you cannot take the peace of God away from love. Because one of the varieties of love is peace. So mommy has this compassion that I can give my sister even if it's the last. Do you know what is going to happen? It's still going to maintain some tranquility between the two of them. When mommy begins to give Angie that response, she begins to have a perception about her. Her prayer now becomes, God, let me stand on my feet so my sister can know that I am not a lazy person. I am not this. And then it begins to grow enmity between two sisters because of the absence of peace. This thing is so practical. It can divide parents. It can divide siblings. But when, when the cash is too much or so much, you know, sometimes you think when you have one billion, and your sister keeps coming, give me thousand times. You think you right now that maybe you don't have in a bank, you think you will give armor. It is not about the money that is there, it is the asking. Even your own children, don't go far. If you have children and they keep asking, I want this, I want this, it gets to a point like, oh. When a man rests, there's nothing like bother. There's nothing like bother. There's nothing like bother. If God treats us this way, all these prayers that are going to heaven, he will lock some in some room. Because today, yesterday you said, Father, this. This morning you said, Father, this. Before you were on your way, you said, Father. Even when you came here sitting down here crying, they were praying the worship of God, say, Father, look at the worship, do it. You are so you see if God has no peace, your request becomes torment. Your request will be torment in his ears. But you see, he's the God of peace. So he can embrace. Some of the requests are very annoying. Some people ask in the way of law. Yet he receives all. There's some unbeliever who hasn't received Jesus. He's still asking of him. 
when he's a servant, he wants to behave like a son. All these requests are going to God. How about the animals that don't talk? The birds that don't sow and harvest? They are also requesting that God will feed them. Is that not what the Bible said? Have the peace of God. The Bible says that when you have the peace of God, And it starts with not being anxious. Philippians 4, 6. Not being anxious. But switching to the spirit with prayer and supplication and making your request known unto, unto God. He said, then. The next one. And the peace of God which passeth all understanding shall what? Keep your heart and mind through what? Christ Jesus. Uh -huh. Then he began to tell you how to think. See, when you don't have the peace of God, you don't see a lot of things as true. See, you need, a, you need peace to be able to tell this is true or this is false. When you are unstable, everything might look true, everything might look false. Honesty cannot be easily determined. It will be biased in a way. And so on and so forth. Are you with me? Yes, okay. Alright, go back. So peace shall be taken away from the world. Oh, Jesus. Help those who will be here. I read in the seventh one. When the saints who will be here and they were killed and their spirits wanted Jesus to come for them or something like that. And then Jesus said, no, wait for your brothers who are on earth. Let them be killed as well. When they kill them, then I said, Whoosh. no, because the only time to exit is now. Now that you are alive, the only time to exit without dying is during the rapture. When the rapture happens, everybody must go through death. You will go to heaven, but you must go through death. You must die. How are you going to go? There won't be a second rapture. There won't be. So if you die, die the second one, they are the third group. Now, the amazing thing is that if you don't receive, those who will remain here, if they don't receive Jesus, before Jesus begins to enjoy his millennial rule, if they don't receive Jesus within seven years, because still people, Remember, Antichrist is deceiving. And he will deceive them and deceive them. They are seeing chaos. They are seeing war. But they are not looking beyond him. They are still not listening to people that are preaching Christ. Because he is the Christ for them. And they will be looking at his goodness and everything that he is doing. His philanthropic work, you know, kindness, etc. And so they will still not receive Jesus after seven years. But if you not receive Jesus after seven years, listen, no, listen to me carefully. If they don't receive Jesus after seven years, when the seven years is over, we are going to enter into what we call the thousand year reign of Christ. So every believer that dies within that thousand years must wait. Check in your Bible. 
They must wait until the thousand years is, is over. Me look for the thousand year millennial rule. We read it, you see. When I saw it, I was like, ah, am I, am I seeing clearly? No, they must wait. I think Revelation 22 or thereabout. They must wait until the millennial. Thousand year is one day. So they must wait. Till everything is over before they come. Are you with me? All right. I pray that every day peace will keep increasing. The peace of God will keep increasing. When you hear about salary, relax. When you hear that something is wrong, relax. Let the word of God help you to relax. See, you cannot have the peace of God without the word. You can't have it. It's impossible. It is so impossible. Okay, so, and cast him into the bottomless pit and shut him up and set a seal upon him. A seal. So you understand, if there is a seal, it means whatever is happening under the seal is a contract. And Satan will be there. You see. So that he should not deceive the nations no more. Till what? The thousand years should be fulfilled. That is why there is a seal. And you see, you thought Satan sinned thinking that it was only I don't know. But there is a consequence. He signed a contract for himself. And one of them is this one. That at the end of everything that he is doing, he is going to be put into the, listen to the word, bottomless. So he is going down for a thousand years. And I believe, the Holy Ghost hasn't said to me, or I haven't seen it in the Bible, but I believe as he goes down the pit, every atrocity that he ever committed to man, he will go through himself. You know why I believe so? Because the tears of the people of God and the tears of humanity, angels of God have come for them and they have stored them in jars in heaven. Why you go, you will see yours. Years where you woke up at dawn and you were weeping because the devil afflicted you in a way and the tears that came were received. They were there. You will see your name on, on it. See tears beautiful tears with your name on it. The guy will suffer, I know. And after, and after that, he should be loosed a little season. Go on. And I saw thrones and they sat upon them and judgment was given unto them. And I saw the thousands, sorry, the souls of them that were beheaded for the witness of Jesus. And for the word of God, and which had not worshipped the beast, the Antichrist, neither his image, neither had received the mark upon their heads or in their hands. And they lived and reigned with Christ a thousand years. Go on. But the rest of the dead lived not again until the thousand years were finished. Can you see? You can see it now. So in case you don't go, start preaching the word. Go out there. They will kill you anyway. That's the only way to go. 
So first come. Anyone that will be hearing this message and you don't know Jesus and you don't make it. Remember this message. You see? The reason why I will preach with all seriousness is because one day when we are gone, somebody will chance on these messages. And they must hear and know the truth and follow the message that the man of God said this. The man of God said this will happen and that will happen and this will happen. And then it becomes like a guide for them. So I'm telling you, go out there without fear. Go and preach the gospel. They will kill you. They will behead you. But once they do it, you are going to heaven. But if you decide to, to, to think, still be stubborn. And the seven years is over. And Michael catches the devil and chain him. Immediately he is put into the pit. The thousand years of Jesus' reign with his bride starts. Now all those that die after they are dead for Christ. You are reading it. The rest of the dead lived not again until the thousand years were finished. This is the first resurrection. Because after this one, Jesus has still not come yet. But these guys will be raised. Then when Jesus comes the second time with all of us, and purposely because of Israel, and that is when the dead shall come alive. You know, yeah. So please make it, make it, make it. Now, we, if you are here, you have received Jesus. We've made it, but sustain it. Don't let sin bring, you know, harden your heart. Because the more sin will harden your heart, the likelihood you will take spiritual things for granted, and the possibility to decree. That Jesus is no, Lord, no more the Lord of your life. You won't be the first person doing that. There are people who have done it. There are people who were in there preaching for him. Laying hands on the sick. What happened? In their hearts, they don't want it. But situations and they will die. You have, I don't know how it will happen. But there could be a possibility. For you to now say, no, this Christianity thing, is, there's no love in there. Let me jump into Muslim. Or let me stop this and go here. You will renounce the Lord. Don't allow sin to harden your heart. Already in Bible has told you in Romans chapter 6. That sin has no control of us. So don't give the devil a foothold. When you get into that matter. May God bring people to remind you. And when they remind you, listen, let's make this calling an exciting one. For people to see our fruit and eat and come to the saving knowledge of Christ. When somebody sees your forgiveness, it's beautiful. When they see your love, it's it's beautiful. When they see your kindness, it's beautiful. When they see everything, it's beautiful. You know, if you look at yourself, years ago, when somebody hurt you, 
and you see the person, the way something will boil up in you. When you begin to grow the fruit, when you see them, it's like more water is being poured on you and love comes for the person. That is why I keep telling you, if you can't pray for me as somebody who hurt you, you haven't forgiven me yet. Let our fruit grow. Let our fruit ripe. People can eat of it. When near the when near the makoma yedi makoma yedi no, it doesn't benefit you. It is a sign to tell you your fruit is not ripening. It is a sign to tell you that you are not growing. Can you see that? In the world, that kind of attitude or thing, people see it as guy. Sister, we dear, unti mi fast adi ni mfane niso. Bra we dear, sadi we mfane fitri. They hail you. It's the devil. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they. Huh? Pure in heart will see God. They shall. How, what will happen to the meek? Peace inherit the earth. Meek inherit the earth. Peace does what? They shall be called the children of God. They shall be called. Like every father knows. So if somebody come and take this your fruit. <laughs> Cancer. Look, they shall be called the children, the technon of God. What does he mean? As the technon of God, we are supposed to be like him as the peacemaker. There is trouble between this person and that person. You don't go and continue gossiping. You try to solve the matter. If it cannot be solved physically, Go down on your knees. Speak words. They will call you a child of God. Because they, why, they, they know that it's only the children of the devil that will bring division. Can you see this? Alright, go on. Revelation. I believe the Spirit of God wants me to tell us this. And for me as well. When I teach, please don't think it's for you. If you are able to solve the matter, just like you did, nobody will tell them to look at you and say you are a child of God. Because they know it is only God that brings peace. That is why they will call you a child of God. May you begin to walk in peace. In the perfect peace of God. Where there are troubles. When they call you. May you become that agent of peace. May the fruit of the spirit. The peace in you. Let it come alive. That peace is found everywhere. In your area. In your house. In your family. In your workplace. Everywhere you find yourself. Let the peace of God prevail. And may you be seen and called the child of God. Not the child of the devil. Listen, it's a big blow, eh? When you behave away and somebody look at you and say, you devil. 
they have ascribed you a child of the most high because your behavior is not depicting him your behavior is depicting somebody they know can you see this he wants your fruit to grow that's why he's doing that so you'll be angry then you hold the fruit the fact that we say people's fruit should grow don't go and deliberately make them angry because you should know that trees the branch they move like this <laughs> did you understand what i just said now when the wind blows the trees they move the branch <laughs> or when you are plucking the leaf of a branch it comes down and it goes up and it one way okay so so this guy will take away peace from the earth so that war can start ladies and gentlemen we haven't had wars yet in what what the bible said in matthew chapter 24 that we shall hear wars upon wars and rumors of war it hasn't started yet ukraine russia has is nothing we are about to hear and this one we shall hear of them even before we go nations shall rise up against nations we shall, he- we shall hear that it is happening. And we shall also hear rumors. Why? The peace on the earth is being taken away. So war will happen. Now when the war starts, when Ukraine and Russia, when they started fighting, look at how it affected your fuel. It will affect inflation. Famine is the result. Okay? Yes, sir. All right. He said, and ye shall hear wars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled. For all this must come back to pass. But the end is not yet. So let's get ready. We are about to enter into a stage and an age. Where we shall see mighty things. called the tribulation. As for the great tribulation, we, are, we will go through before we go. You know, I know there are, you have heard preaching that say we won't go through. Uh, we'll go. No, but these things will start before we go. But don't worry, it won't harm you. It won't come close to you. That will be the time where we will harvest more souls for Christ. Because when these things begin to happen, people will panic. People will do this. Look at India. During the COVID time, how many people? Over a hundred of hundred thousand people received Jesus just because of COVID. Can you imagine when there is war here, there is pestilence here, there is, you know, nega. Nega is the Hebrew word for affliction. You know, people will be like, oh, we want Christ. Then we'll say, God, receive Jesus. Say, Jesus is the only solution. Say, Jesus is the only one that can open the seal for you. And they will believe and they will receive Jesus into their heart. That is why you must know the word of God now. So that during those times, you will not disappoint God. You stepped out there in boldness and tell them, look, God loves you. All these things that are going on, you know, they, they are not, they are not for, for believers. Come and join us. For a thousand will fall at our right and ten thousand. But they shall not come near us. Only with our eyes shall we see the reward of the wicked. That scripture was not only talking about when people go through trials. Mainly during those times. When people are dying, when afflictions, when storm, when this is happening, it doesn't come near us. 
I'm going to tell you something about angels very soon. Alright. Go back to Revelation. Father, I pray. Let me remain at Revelation. Alright. Go on to the next one. And when he had opened the third seal, I heard the beast say, Come and see. And I beheld, and lo, a black horse. And he that sat upon had a pair of balances. I told you about this as well. In his hand. Uh huh. And I heard a voice in the midst of the four beasts say, A measure of wheat for a penny, uh, and three measures of barley for a penny, and see thou hurt not the oil and the wine. All right. So after when there is famine, uh, when there is war, obviously there will be famine, right? Which means that money will become scarce, food will become scarce. You understand? Uh-huh. COVID showed us that now one uh, small sanitizer that could cost two CD was now costing 15 CDs. See, people will be greedy. There won't be money in around. That is what I'm telling you. This is an opening from now. It is an opening for you to make sure you trust God. Learn to trust God with money, with finances. This is the time. Don't play with your tithe. Don't play with your offerings. Don't play with all the things that the Bible has told us. Your tithe, he has told you the word. Your offering, he has told you. Your seed, he has told you. And your first fruit. These are the four I know the Bible says. If there is any other one, I'm yet to find out. But these are the four God says. Three, three of them. He says they belong to him. One of them. He says when you do it, his word has enshrined that you shall have a result. He said as the earth remains, seed time and harvest time shall not cease. So once there is a seed time, sowing time, there is always a harvest time for you. But for first fruit, he says it's his. For seed, uh, for offering, and tithe, he says it's his. It's his. In the Old Testament, when they were not doing it, he said they were arm robbers. In the New Testament, the law behind tithe and offering has been lifted. But you giving has not been lifted. You not paying tithe and for him to deal with you has been taken off. But you must still do that. That is why I taught you when I said we give tithe to God not because he's pushing us to do it. We give tithe to God because we appreciate that without him the money that I received I couldn't have received it. So I see God as my partner. Imagine I'm your partner and we've gone into a business deal and you take all the money to your house. It won't be fair. Out of love, you give God his own. Now, if you are here and you like taking loans and you don't, you don't like paying, you can never pay tight. Give tight. Oh, you know yourself. Okay, you are watching me to explain. You want me to explain, right? Oh, see. <laughs> now, because money that is not yours Somebody gave you money to 
to do something. Now they want the money back. Sometimes you can have the money, but going to pay, you say no. How much more God you don't see? Who made it possible for a business? He made it possible for you to be employed. He made it possible for customers to sit in your cars. He made it possible for customers to come and buy from your shop. He says, one tenth. He said, no, um, the money is busy. So God, next time. But that next time never comes. In the Old Testament, if you don't pay, after some time, you must pay a 5% interest. But in the New Testament, it's not like that. Give him out of love. And let it be out of joy. The Father, thank you for giving me this. That is why every money that people give you, make sure you take out tight out of love. When you see plenty of money, don't start thinking about your responsibilities. You see, it's good I'm passing this thing through because maybe yeah, I might not have time to teach you during the first fruit. Because I've told you everything. The moment money comes, you responsibilities. God doesn't show up first. To give your to God is your is, is your number one responsibility. You are honoring the partnership. And when you honor the partnership, he makes more come to you. And you are not giving to him because he needs the money. Because he told you that, bring the tithe into my house, that there might be food in my house. So he allows you. There were many fishes in the, in the sea. Why didn't God, why didn't the second one have it? But he said the first one, make yourself the first fish that will always catch the coin. Don't be the second one. See, that is why sometimes when there is an opportunity to give, you are the first. You put yourself there and you are, un- you are honest in what you do. The Lord will always make sure that once he comes to you, he knows he can get it back. Please listen to me. Hmm. So God gives you the coin. He said, don't bring everything. He said, just bring one tenth, one tenth, one tenth. He said, bring it to the house so that there will be peace in my house. You see? So that those who are working in the house will be comfortably working. We can have resources. We can, you come to church and the light is all out. We cannot use the instruments to praise God because he said we should use instruments in praising him. Even you, your concentration will not be here because even though you might not have AC in your house, you expect to have cool air. You get it? You are a Christian. Don't allow tithe and seeds and offering be a headache to you. We are people of love and we give out of love. See, for a long time you haven't given God tithe. It which means you have kept all the 100%. How has that changed your life? That you think that it is that ten. It is that 10% that will change your life. Don't 
you see the devil is deceiving you? Somebody keeps giving you 10 CDs. Instead of taking one CD and say, God, thank you that I received 10 CDs without you. This is an opportunity to tell God that God, I could, I cannot receive these things without you. In other words, giving your tithe is actually praying to God. It's called prayer of thanksgiving. I give God my one ten, saying that I thank you because without you, I could not have received the 100%. It is prayer without talking. It is thanksgiving without talking. Can you see that? Don't let the world teach you. Okay, catch and say, for three years, five years, me and me tight, and my brother was say. And the one city now, what they call to alter, is that one city that is going to change your life? If ten city cannot change your life, how can one city change your life? You see, it is. I think I can't think far. And there are some of you, when situations begin to go down small, tithe must go down small. In other words, you don't even give again. You see, you are living by the earthly standards. When you see that the situation is going down, that is when you must rise up again with your tithe. Be diligent. That's why I keep telling you, when you see people are coming to give their seeds, you don't need 100,000. All these things is not about the money. It's about step of faith. <laughs> See, Satan will make you feel like you must have big money to come for seed. Big money to come. I'm telling you, I told you at my father's place, there was this young boy, every Sunday meet, he will come. When you say tithe, he will walk. And he will come and put on the altar. And I remember one day when we closed church and we were counting the money. People were, you know, in Fifimu, they want to see this guy is coming every Sunday. Why? No, you open the thing to one CD. Sometimes 50 pesos. Sometimes 20 pesos. Tight is not about the money. It's about your faithfulness and your love for God. Okay? Huh? After some few weeks, we started seeing that this guy is putting on weight. Now, when he comes to church, we realize that he's wearing new clothes. Apparently, the Lord touched somebody to keep buying him new clothes from head to toe. Now, this guy became... Ah, everybody was wondering what was wrong with this guy. Then, one, after some time, he came to church to come and give testimony. Somebody has bought him two plots of land at Kaswa. I'm telling you, these are occurrences that naturally will not happen. When people are building, you go there and so when by day, when they give me 10 CD, because I was I taught them the youth about tithe, how they can prosper. He was the only person that lent. He, but he's the same person that they laugh at because he stammers. Today, all the guys that laughed at him. In less than six months, he now he has two plots of land, Kaswa. Even me, his my pastor, I have not bought a plot. Because I can be teaching you, if I don't practice it, I will not receive it. So tithe 
is not about the money. It is about your faith. If you make it the problem, if you make it a function of money, the day your money issue begins, to, your cash begins to go down, you will never ever give a seed or a tithe. Because you see, you feel so embarrassed giving God a one CD. That is when you just understand and know that all your givings has never been God. It has always been your capability. for listening to this message we believe you have been blessed by it we are word and spirit and we invite you to worship with us you will fall in love with our wednesday teaching service christian rayma night at 6 p.m encounter the supernatural in our prophetic service on friday at 6 p.m and sit under the reign of heaven in our Vanessa service on sunday at 8 a.m Follow the Prophet of God on his official Facebook page, Prophet Danny-Eljedu, and on Instagram at Prophet Danny-Eljedu. For videos, you can subscribe to his YouTube channel. To receive our weekly newsletters, please subscribe to www.pdgministries.org. You can contact Word and Spirit International on plus 233-54722-1773 or plus 233-54937-7290 or plus 233-50432-8959 or plus 233-2751-00800. So many people have received testimonies by listening to these podcasts. Now, if you are one such person, share your testimony with us by leaving a write up of it in the comment section or send it to us via email to contact pdgministries.org you were made to live from glory to glory and your testimony is about to shake the world you are blessed Name.